Hi, everyone. This is Movies with My Mother. I am Lexi, as always. And I am Mom Lori. And uh, we have a little bit of house cleaning to do before we talk about the movie we watched. I have been working hard (laughs) (laughs) at getting the older stuff edited and posted. Uh, Right now, we are posted through You've Got Mail. Oh, wow! Yeah, so that's cool. Hebrew Hammer and Usual Suspects are still in the can, just waiting to go. Nice. When I get some free time, I will. What's that? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what that is. Um, I will start working a little faster on it. Also, I have been able to get us on a number of different podcast sites. Yay! So that's pretty exciting. Uh, the RSS.com feed has been great i don't know why the anchor feed didn't really work as well as it said it did yeah but uh through anchor we are on anchor fm and spotify yes and uh, through rss.com i was able to get us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, Castbox, radio public stitcher overcast breaker or player fm whatever it feels like being named today a podcast index and a reason fm i did try to get in to tune in last night but i don't exactly know what i'm doing and it was kind of difficult so oh my gosh so yeah so so maybe we will have people listening to us maybe i hope so yay (laughs) we because we think we're pretty damn funny well i know that we're pretty damn funny (laughs) and beyond ridiculous well that goes without saying (laughs) And we did recently join a group for female podcasters yes, affiliated with the Mighty uh, Network, and that's been exciting. Um, If any of you Mighty people or female podcast group listeners are here, hello, thank you for being here. Yeah, yay! So that's exciting. According to RSS, their analytics, we have listeners in Wisconsin and Oklahoma, and Kansas, and Texas, and Los Angeles. Yes. Oh <laughs> Maryland, my. Dublin, Ireland, and somewhere in Birmingham, UK. I I am so excited. So yeah, that's pretty exciting for two ladies that sit on a couch in a living room <laughs> with no soundproofing and uh, annoying animals. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. And a husband that walks in and out wherever he is. <laughs> And uh, an editor that has really no idea what she's doing. Yeah, well, so you're doing a good job, Alexis. <laughs> and and if it's really true that these there are people out there listening, I am just beyond excited. Yeah, that's thrilling. Yes, you know we we kind of just this is kind of just a pet project, just really as an excuse to hang out. Yes. So this is it's pretty exciting that you know a few people are out there enjoying it. Yeah, I hope so. I yeah. sure hope so. Because we're we're having fun doing it. Yes, a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, we're just having fun eating. Well, that too. You know, because as as you might know, if you have listened to us, you know we usually have a theme meal. Yes. And you know that's part of the fun for us. Yeah. Because we just like to eat. Of course. And. Alexis is a fabulous cook. Thank so, you. So, you know, we, we always have something good. I learned from the best. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I dial the phone and bring food. <laughs> but yeah, we this is this has been awesome for us, and we're really excited. I think this is like number fifteen or sixteen, yes. so that's exciting for us too. Yeah, and we are we're just watching. We're just having fun with this. We're watching fun movies. Yes. Um, and mom is kind of expanding her horizons a little bit. Scary, but true. <laughs> She's watched slasher films. Yeah. I've never seen a slasher film before now. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound impressed. Yeah. I don't even wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, you know, enough gloating. I think that I just wanted to say, you know, hey, we we see you out there. Thank you for being out there. Yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah. And the movie we watched today yes. is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I love it. Obviously a classic from 1975. Yep. Directed by Terry Gilliam and Terry Jones. I clocked in at about an hour and a half. It got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's pretty awesome wow yeah 91 percent on metacritic wow yeah and 8.2 out of 10 on imdb crazy yeah that's pretty great yeah i did write down money their budget was about 230,000 uh, pounds which is about four hundred thousand dollars and uh the u.s box office was about five million dollars wow yeah that's pretty awesome yeah wow um, that's fantastic it was written uh mostly and starred mostly <laughs> yeah the monty python comedy troupe graham chapman john cleese michael palin terry jones terry gilliam and eric idol yep <laughs> you can't really say enough about this movie just because it's so funny yes it's so funny it it's ridiculously funny. It's it's the it's the medieval movie that you want to see. Yeah, yeah, because it's not. I mean, it is a bit. It lulls a bit here and there. It does, but it's not boring because when it's in full action, it's just ridiculous. Yes. So you have to keep watching to see what comes up next. Yes. See what foolishness is going to arrive. Yes. <laughs> We said that this budget was super small. I found that Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, <laughs> money from that album, helped pay for this movie to be made. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Also, uh, Led Zeppelin and Genesis chipped in. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I didn't know that for this one. I know that for Life of Brian, George Harrison mortgaged a house. To help pay for Life of Brian. Oh, my God. George Harrison of Beatles fame. Yeah. 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 They, well, back in the day, the um, the Pythons were compared to the Beatles. What the Beatles did for music, the Pythons did for comedy. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. that that's what was, it was compared to that. And I was surprised that they started in 1969. They got together in 1969 to start this. And I was a little surprised it was that early on. Because I'm thinking, I don't think I realized anything funny about Monty Python until maybe the 70s, the mid-70s. You know, and, and 
So, but they've been around a long time. What was this movie? 1975. Okay. It might have been around that time that I noticed them because I had seen stuff on TV. Monty Python's Flying Circus. Right. Yes. Right. So, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious then and I think it is now. Although I've never seen The Life of Brian. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. It's, um, the, the basis of the story is that this baby is born and they think it's Jesus. That people are coming to him thinking he's Jesus and he's just like, nope, I'm just a guy named Brian. <laughs> <laughs> that would be equally as ridiculous as this movie. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was shot in <laughs> beautiful, sunny <laughs> Scotland and England uh, where it rained 90% of filming. Oh my god. <laughs> Everybody was but, wet and miserable and the hotel that they were staying at that that the whole crew and cast were staying at had very limited hot water. Oh my god. So it at the end of filming it was a race to get back to the hotel so you to could get, get hot water. water. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> That's funny. Because I they do this every time. Well, I've decided to put mine on a little coaster. I'm just pushing it. That's what the problem is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, because it was a super low budget film, there were things that were, I guess, improvised to um, make this more realistic. The the horse, the coconut banging for the horse sound. <laughs> <laughs> It was just because they couldn't afford horses. I yeah, they just could not afford the horses for the but bags. If they had had horses, it wouldn't have been what it is. Well, it would have been funny if none of them knew how to ride a horse. <laughs> but I feel but like I'm, people in England just know how to ride horses. Yeah, and especially that time they didn't have anything but horses. So yeah, you know, medieval times. So. I think they would have known how to ride horses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can almost do that with your hands. And, and I love the fact that they still galloped as well. Yes. Like they were on a horse. And, <laughs> holding, holding the reins. Holding the reins. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I I just this is this was one of my favorite movie picks and because simply because of the fact that it is so ridiculous it's hilarious and this is truly mindless entertainment this is really absolutely the only reason I want to watch a movie yeah just complete mindless funny yeah <laughs> entertaining yes another budgetary setback was costuming Oh boy. Um, so the improvisation there was that the armor that all of the knights wore was made out of wool. Oh. And made to look like armor. Oh. Um, so somebody just crocheted it? Yeah, probably. Nice! And the only person that was wearing real armor was uh, Graham Chapman, King Arthur. Why did he uh, have it in his, his uh, closet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of, we don't really want to know. I don't think so. But why would you need a chainmail headdress? You know, people are really into chainmail. 
Yeah, I think that's because LARPing was, like, supposedly cool for a few minutes. Oh, okay. I once met somebody on that stupid internet game I used to play that was just like, well, I'm an actor. I'm an actor. You know, I LARP. And I'm like, hmm. You're I just kind of a neck beard that just runs around the park with his friends with plastic swords and beanbags. You're not really an actor. <laughs> is that what LARPing is? LARP is live action role play. Oh, oh. Well, I learned something today. <laughs> Are those the people that go to the park, you know, and, and get a group and reenact? They're not reenactors, are they? Well, they're just people that... If it's... It's not really reenacting because it's more like, you know, Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Oh, okay. The reenactors are reenactors. Okay. But, yeah. Like at the fort, they reenact the yeah, battle every year. That's reenacting. Okay. Blythe went to school with a guy who um, is really big into Civil War reenactment. He and his wife go a lot. They dress up and uh -huh. they, they have their own costumes. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It it really is. They they that's it looks fun. They go and camp at the at the fort and they have fires and eat stuff there and wear itchy wool. Well yeah. And sleep in a tent. I'm not into that. I am not yay into for them. any of that. But yeah, no, I mean, you know, he looks like he's having fun. Good for him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I read that Michael Palin played se 12 separate characters, the most of any of the other Pythons. In the movie? Yes. Mm -hmm. And Sir Not in this movie was Michael Palin's son. When they were flipping through the Book of the Knights, and they're like, and also Sir Not Sir appearing not in this movie, and it was just a little baby face and yes. a big, yeah. Oh, that was a picture of his son? Yeah. Oh, how fun. How Fun. Yeah. What else did I see? And Michael Palin and Terry Jones were writing partners. Oh, okay. Yeah. Terry Jones just died pretty recently. Yes. Uh, twenty twenty, January of twenty twenty. Yeah. What a year ago. A debilitating uh fight against Alzheimer's and dementia. What a horrible way to go. Yeah, absolutely. For a completely brilliant, hilarious man. Yes. Just awful. Yeah, but he had a nice young wife to take care of him. Well. And he's one of those people that have two families. Well, of course. He and his first wife had um, kids in 74 and 76, and then he got with this woman. i completely forgotten her name. In, uh, and they had a, a daughter in 2009. <laughs> yeah, he was in his 60s. Well, well, you know, Mick Jagger is, you know, 78 and he's still popping out kids left and right so yeah yeah that's true and i don't know if that's his approximate age but that's i mean he looks a thousand and ten. Oh, at least he's lived a hard life <laughs> rode hard and put away wet well that's we were talking about the fixed man at work and i don't know exactly what the story with him is but we were trying to figure out exactly how old he is but it's all skewed because we know that the woman that um, she's one of the runners. She does mail runs and she she does a lot. She's a very busy woman. She is much younger than you. Yeah, well, that's young and looks much older than you. Crazy. 
All right, Terry Gilliam has also gone on to direct many, many, many big movies. Big. Yes. And I always kind of <laughs> get the one confused with a different movie, which is about a completely different thing, Brazil. I only know that movie because Justin likes it. He's watched it a few times in my presence. That's one of the ones I did not write down because I didn't recognize the name. From what I have seen of that movie, it's just like a fever dream. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't really understand it. Uh huh. But he, that's kind of his style. Oh, well, yeah. Kind of fever dreamy. Uh -huh. Did he do 12 Monkeys? 12 Monkeys, Fear okay. and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, abs okay, yeah. Um, fever dreams. Time Bandit, Fisher King. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but I always confuse Brazil with Boys from Brazil, which is a movie about the Nazis that escaped Germany and went to, to South Brazil. America. <laughs> oh, oh, my. That's kind of different. Completely different. Yep. He was uh, born in Minneapolis. Really? Yep. He's the only non-British English. English person in the troupe. Okay. But he became a naturalized citizen of England in 1968. Wow. Okay. And then later on in 2006... Uh, he renounced his citizenship in the United States. Oh. And there was speculation that he did it for, you know, financial reasons. Absolutely. And, yeah, he's got a family to think of in the end. And, uh, you know, the United States, the government likes their cut of everything. Oh, yeah. Even if you're an expat, you're, yes. you still pay taxes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And he's an animator. He, he start, he's... He joined them to do the animation for the shows. Oh, cool. So that's how that started. Yeah. I, I think it's fun. Yeah. It was turned into a hit Broadway play, Spamalot. Yes. That's a play on one of their Python sketches and um, also this Eric, Holy Grail. Eric Idle did that. Yeah. He wrote the stuff and the music and he, he kind of stepped off on his own to do that. Oh, okay. And... When it didn't really pan out for him, he went back to the group. So, you know, but I know Spam a lot. I mean, a lot of people know Spam yeah. a lot. Clay Aiken was in Spam a lot. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. It is it is something in the last 20 years. Yeah. And did we say that Terry Jones made his directing debut with this movie? No. Yep, he did. And they it's kind of thought of that he was like the innovator of the whole idea of the pythons oh cool i did see that there were a lot of arguments between terry jones and terry gilliam over how the movie should have been shot terry gilliam was all looking at it through the visual scope and terry jones was really just about the comedy right we're just making a silly movie we're not trying to go crazy here and after that, all of that arguing during this movie, they decided that Terry Jones would be the sole director on next projects. Yeah. Yeah, I guess when you have a, a group of s such talented, forward-thinking people, yeah, things like that happen. You know, these are six hugely successful men. Yes. And I think you know, even though they all came together to do this, they all have had very successful careers otherwise. I, I believe so, yes. So, you know, I mean, they're crazy good. Yeah. 
So it's probably got to be very, very difficult. I did read uh, part of the trivia was the, about Graham Chapman and his uh, rampant alcoholism. Yes, and he was a medical doctor. He was an MD. Yes. Yeah. He he what he had a very bad and the, like the first day of filming, his mo was to just get completely sloshed and then go out and do his do his funny thing and then go back and you know cool down. But he found on the first day of shooting that there was no liquor to be had and the nearest town was miles and miles and miles <laughs> away. Um, so he didn't have that to lean on, and uh, the crew just thought he was uncomfortable in the heavy armor that he was wearing but it was really that he had dts <laughs> from alcohol withdrawal oh my god oh my god that's horrible yeah have you ever seen somebody with dts no yeah it's Ooh. it's weird well they're they're all crazy and creepy and everything's bad yeah that's crazy yeah yep he he died in 89 of tonsil cancer. Yes. That had spread to his spine. Oh. Uh, oh, tonsil cancer. What the hell? Really? Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's in your body yeah. and it's attached to everything else. So why not? But in 1989, didn't they, you know, didn't he notice it before? I don't know. Well, I don't know how it was in the UK or if that's where he lived or if he was stateside then. but. He was a homosexual, mm -hmm. and I don't think that that was really a big known thing oh, at the time. Yeah. And I kind of think that it, if stateside, if he saw a doctor about anything mm -hmm. uh, during that time, it was just like, um, right. you have AIDS and you're gross and we're not going to do anything for you. No, I hadn't put that together. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's all speculation. But, you know, <laughs> maybe... Maybe that might have had something to do with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't put that together. But yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. And in 1983, he put his hand, he tried his hand at filmmaking with a movie called Yellow Beard. And it didn't do very well. But man, he put a cast together. Peter Boyle, Cheech and Chong, Whoa. Peter Cook, Marty Feldman, oh. Eric Idle, Madeline Kahn. Oh. J Mel Brooks's Mason, yeah, and uh, John Cleese. Did I say James Brooks's? It's Mel Brooks's troop. Yeah, Mel Brooks's troop. I I knew what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, Go ahead. So even though it um it was very funny, it wasn't really received well, and it didn't do very well. Oh, it's too bad. But my God, with that group of people, it's got to be highlight got to be even funnier than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Madeline Kahn, she was just stunning. Yeah. To the very end, she was stunning. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah. That was really all the notes I took. A lot of the trivia I saw, one of the, the entries was the, <laughs> the airspeed velocity of the swallows yes. and i was just like this is just too much to write down i'm not doing that <laughs> that that whole thing we don't this is a temperate zone <laughs> also when they get to the enchanter at the at the crazy bridge uh, the reason he was just like some people call me tim 
was because John Cleese forgot the name. <laughs> and that was just all ad-libbed. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. And we, we did point out that that bridge was just, no. Scary! No, that is one of my fears in life, is yeah. to have to cross a bridge like that, or Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Yes. No, thank you. Yes. Absolutely. Even there's, you know, at Wildwood, there's a, you know, there's a big old wooden, wooden plank bridge like that. Yeah. Oh my god. I hate it. Ugh. Ooh. I don't like it. I would rather walk a mile in the other direction to get around right. to where I need to be. <laughs> I'll get, I'll get a boat and float across. Yeah. I'll take my chances with the turtles. Yeah. Well, John Cleese has a huge list of movie and television. Oh, yeah. He and his first wife, Cynthia, wrote and starred in Faulty Towers. Of course. Who hasn't seen that? It, yeah. I mean, my good God, that is hilarious. Fish Called Wanda. Yes. Fierce Creatures. Uh-huh. Time Bandit, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Two James Bond movies, two Harry Potter movies, several Shrek movies. I mean, this man is busy. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. And he still pops up and stuff. Yes. He came to uh, live, he moved, emigrated, he emigrated to Los Angeles in the early 90s. So oh. I'm assuming he still lives there. I didn't see anything that he had returned. What's the difference between emigrating and immigrating? I'm not sure, but that's what it said on the, the computer, so I wrote that word down. I know. I always... I always see it, and I just like, oh, I could look that up, and I'm, I'm sure I probably know it in the back of my mind. But probably sitting here right now, feeling real dumb. I don't yeah, know the I got, difference. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm right with you. It's Saturday morning. <laughs> we are tuned out. Oh, and I have, you know, this new job is absolutely killing me. Ugh. I just found out where I'm working next week. Oh, well, maybe for the next month. But I've got all six to two thirties. Nice. Yeah. Better than the one to nines that I've been working for the last two and a half weeks. Fuck that. Ugh. I am way too old to be staying at work until nine o'clock at night. I couldn't. I don't know how you're upright <laughs> that late at night. Yeah, it's bad. Though I will say I stayed up till 10 o'clock last night. Wow. Fiddling around on this computer trying to get podcast sites listed and everything. Oh my God, Alexis. I know. <laughs> Jeez. And Ale then Alexis goes to bed at 8 o'clock every night. Uh, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> She's in her jammies by 6. No, I'm not. Um... <laughs> oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, yeah, I, I got home, I started, I fed the cats, I started cooking right away, and then I started, I finished up, you've got mail, and then I was just like, okay, you know, where is this actually being put out at? Because I know that when we signed up for Anchor, Anchor was just like, oh, we're going to put you on like eight different venues, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I don't really think that this says that we're on eight different venues. Right. So... Then I started investigating that and kept going, you know, rabbit hole, rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Just like any other time on the computer. Right. And about 8.30, Justin walked out of the bedroom to go to the bathroom and he's just kind of looking at me like, what are you doing up? I'm like, what are you doing up? 
because he was asleep when I got home. He was sawing logs. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I I looked at the clock after a while and it was it was ten o'clock. I'm Holy like, I need cow. to get my ass in bed. Holy cow. <laughs> yes. And then I woke up, I had like a like an anxiety dream, and I woke up not long after Justin had left for work. Oh my. And I checked the food just to see how it was, and then I had to doctor it up and I was really worried about it. Well, let's talk about the food. Yeah. We had rabbit stew. <laughs> rabbit but, but and parentheses. Made with beef. <laughs> <laughs> because we we decided we didn't know where you bought rabbit. Also, um, you know, is that one of those gamey meats? I don't know. I I've never had it. I don't I don't know. So I, I don't know if I wanna know. No. No, I mean trying stuff is good, you know. Yeah. Except, you know, we're not hunter people. Yeah. So I wouldn't even know if you could go to a store and buy rabbit meat. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe at like a specialty market, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know. So we pretended it was rabbit, but yeah. it was beef stew. It was just beef stew. It was awesome. And it was fabulous. And Very good. For dessert, we had a lemon bunk cake, which was also fabulous. Oh, yes. Not very English. Well, we think so. Sure. Well, that's what the internet said. Okay. Google never lies to me. No, absolutely not. Everything you read on the computer is absolutely the truth. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was fun to do, fun to make. Yeah. I love an excuse for a soup or a stew. Oh my God, yes. I agree. Pot of chili. You can ah. have that any time of the year. Yeah. Any time. No. Yep. I'll have a bowl of ice cream in a wind in a in a blizzard. Yep. <laughs> and a hot bowl of chili on the hottest day of the year. Yep. Don't I agree. Care. I'm not soup. a hot cold food person. Nope. Soup, chili, stew, absolutely any day of the year. Yep. I know a lot of people think, oh, that's awful, but mm -mm -mm. Justin's mom is like that. She was just like, oh, I'm waiting for it to get a little cooler so I can make a pot of spaghetti, and I'm just like, Jesus. Is that why Justin fiends for spaghetti oh my all God. the time? Because you only make it when it's cold. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, probably. Justin could eat spaghetti. I know. And I like a good Every pot week. of spaghetti, but I know you're you're not into that. Well, I've eaten so much spaghetti that I just don't care about it anymore. Yeah. It's not exciting. Yeah. And, you know, and I haven't found a sauce that I adore. Well, why don't you make your own? <sighs> Not all that hard. Because it's just easier to open a jar and throw it in. But Justin has found <laughs> a, a sauce that he loves, and I hate it. Oh, I no. I absolutely hate it. I don't like it. I don't like the taste of it. Oh, no. It, and it's also spicy, which I don't mind, but because I don't like the, the tomato flavor, I don't like the base flavor of it, so just having hot, nasty sauce yeah and i'm not thinking spaghetti sauce spicy i know a lot of people put red pepper in their spaghetti sauce but i i'm not a spicy spaghetti sauce person no i have had spaghetti made where it um it had half ground beef and half spicy sausage oh and that was very good oh yes but i've tried to make it myself and it's not good oh so I don't know if there's like a secret mm. that I don't know about or the sausage I used was not the right sauce. I don't know. But yeah, I, I don't I don't like the hot sauce that he likes and he wants it all the time. I'm just like, Oof. 
I'm going to get my own sauce and just yeah. put a little spaghetti in a different pan. Yeah, can't you just <laughs> cut the spaghetti in half and one for him and one for you? Yeah. I mean, that's you know, what I You I know, ha I hate doing that shit, but, yeah. you know, good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that cooking two meals thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh-uh. Nope. Not interested in that. <laughs> there was a post I saw on Facebook that was just like, do you do you cook cook food for your man and then serve him, or are you like trifling? <laughs> and I was just like, well, it depends on how he's acting. <laughs> Maybe he's being trifling. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Oh my. <laughs> Stop that! I will say that I have. I've never seen Monty Python in the life of Brian, but I have seen Monty Python's Meaning of Life, and it's embarrassed me. <laughs> I also was, uh, you know, twenty years younger when I watched it, <laughs> but still, I'm watching it like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I don't like this. Okay, then that's not mindless entertainment. No, it was. I didn't like it. <laughs> well then you know at being an adult you don't ever have to look at it again oh no and that's okay so yeah flying circus was a staple of pbs television forever so we've watched money python's flying circus since i can remember yes that and are you being served yes <laughs> faulty towers i don't remember that as much as a child as i do as a teenager Mm-hmm. Try to think of some of the others. I mean, my God, there's hyacinth bouquet. Yes. <laughs> What's that one? I can't, I was just trying to think of that one, put a name on it, but it is just not in my brain cells. Yeah. Do you want me to look it up? No. Hyacinth bouquet. Her last name is Bucket. Yeah. <laughs> her poor husband. I would have shipped her off to I don't know where a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, but. Masterpiece you know. Theater I wanted to be into just because the opening of the show was so cool. Yeah, I couldn't and I could get never into that. get into it. And I'm just, oh man, I feel like uncool about this. No, uh-uh. The opening of the show is cool. It it truly is. But all that, that highbrow stuff that, that they always have on there just yeah. isn't me. It's way above me. Yeah. 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 That's it. So... That being said, I do love a Merchant Ivory movie. Have you ever watched a Merchant Ivory movie? No. I don't know what that is. That Keeping means... up appearances. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it would have driven me crazy. I knew it was keeping up something, but I couldn't, that last part, I couldn't put up. No, like um, Remains of the Day and Howard's End, stuff like that. Uh, I believe that Anthony Hopkins was in both of them. Okay. Those are, I, they're great movies. I seem to recognize the last name but not i can't put a whole movie to it but it just no you know and everybody's into all these you know the british series that are so popular right now i'm not into that great british bake-off oh no i like that <laughs> i would love to make some of that stuff they make i love that noel fielding is on it looking sticking out like a sore thumb Noel Fielding. He's the younger man that just oh, dresses crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He. D I don't understand why he's there, because that awful woman is gone. Probably, she was quite annoying. 
Well, I don't know. I I think I've seen Noel Fielding in other things like Mighty Boosh and IT Crowd, and he's hilarious. Oh. He's absolutely hilarious. Well, he's trying way too hard on this show. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> he was on a, an episode of Travel Man with Richard Iowati, another gorgeous man. <laughs> oh my God, he's good looking. Where they just, they take like a, like a cheap weekend and go somewhere fancy and just, you know, spend less than $500. Oh my God. Or 500 pounds. That sounds fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Just a little little getaway. Nice. And it, the show is really funny. One of the last seasons had uh, Eddie Izzard on it, which was cool. But I, I don't think that Richard Iowati kind of knew what to do with Eddie Izzard. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Eddie Izzard is? No. Oh, he's a... Well, she is a comedian. But they were cross-dresser for many years and that was all kind of incorporated into his acting and his comedy specials he's very funny that dry british humor he's very funny yes because he's quite flamboyant uh-huh but recently he 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 come out as trans and he, he is now a she oh okay yeah and i kind of don't think that they kind of knew but it's still think she goes by eddie izzard yeah which is fine it's a name yeah she had on you know like skirts and heels and fleshy nails (laughs) on this trip where they're like hiking through a town oh my gosh yeah nope (laughs) wrong wardrobe (laughs) she did not get the message no and unfortunately she hasn't aged very well Cause she's oh. quite old. Oh. Well, you know, now I have to get my phone out. and I know that um, in the movie Velvet Goldmine, he played like a sleazy record producer type guy. And in his office in the movie was a giant picture of Gene Harlow behind him, just looking just all shantusy and gorgeous. But it was him in drag. Oh. And it it was fabulous. Yeah. No, doesn't look familiar at all. No, but yeah, no, she's uh Oh boy, you aren't kidding. Yeah. She needs a little Botox there on her forehead. Well, I think it's just the butch haircut that doesn't help Ooh. soften her up a little bit. I see. But you're right, no, she has not aged well. She kinda kinda looks like her me, old lady. <laughs> <laughs> With my dad's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> but hugely talented very funny okay whatever sex he she is yes at this moment hilarious find mm. them their comedy specials are hilarious i will look for that eddie izzard on yeah uh speaking of travel shows michael palin for a long time had like was it like travel shows nature shows yes stuff like that I believe that that is true. Uh, I kind of fell down on my studies. No, that's okay. And I did not get anything on Michael Palin. Well, being alive until (laughs) 9 o'clock at night, I mean, I get it. (laughs) There was a travel show that Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant did 
where they sent their miserable friend Carl out <laughs> to these <laughs> to these beautiful places, but they set him up in the most god awful accommodations. Yes. yes. <laughs> and he bitched where was I think he was in like Mumbai, India. And they set him up in like the worst rated hotel, but there were pictures of like Michael Palin everywhere that the, they set up there just to <laughs> piss this guy off. Oh and he, he, he's just like, he's calling them and he's just like, yeah, there's an ensuite shed. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do this to Michael Bloody Palin. <laughs> Oh my I god. I wonder what an ensuite shed is. It's exactly what you think it is. Ouch. Oh man. <laughs> How horrible. But that show was great. I'll have to find out what it was called. I know that he, the the miserable man, Carl Pilkington, branched off to a different show. I still think that Stephen Merchant and Ricky Gervais were involved, but kind of more in the background. Nice. Called the moaning of life, where he just kind of goes and embeds himself in like different cultures, and he had different experiences. He went to Brazil, and he stayed at the apartment of one of the drag queens that was involved with Carnival. Oh my gosh! And uh, he was just miserable there. Because it was hot and there's bugs and oh, I can imagine there was cockroaches in the house where he well, was you know, staying. anytime you live in a tropical zone, there's cockroaches in your house. Yeah. Oh. Um, so he was just like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. And I think that he was a bit uncomfortable with how like flamboyantly out and proud this guy was. I don't think that he was uh, homophobic. But I think he was just uncomfortable with somebody being that boisterous. I see. Sure. And he, there was one episode where he got like, like a hair treatment because he's bald and he got like a, like one of those like specialty glued on hair pieces. Oh and my he goodness. He was so excited. And he sent a picture to his, he calls her his wife, but I don't think they're married, married. And he sent a picture to his his woman Suzanne, and uh, she was just like, "You look fucking ridiculous," and it completely burst his bubble. He oh. went back the next day and had him take it off. Oh no! Did it look okay? He looked fabulous, you and know? you could tell he walked out of there walking on a cloud. Yeah, he went and bought a brush and fancy shampoo. And oh my! You look ridiculous. Aww. <laughs> That's too bad. But no, if you get a chance to find anything with Carl Pilkington, he's just because he is a miserable prick. He is so funny. <laughs> All right. I will look for that. <laughs> Interesting. We've talked about Eric Idle before on the show and his movie career after the Pythons. And the only one that really sticks out is the one I've already talked about, uh, Splitting Airs. Yes. Where he was in with uh, Barbara Hershey and Rick Moranis. And that didn't do real well. No, but it was, Jesus Christ, it was hilarious. I believe Catherine Zeta-Jones was in that movie, too. I'm, I didn't look into the movie. I just remembered that it was not real well received. Well, it is a bit far-fetched. Okay. 
I don't know. I right I recognized the name of the movie, but I didn't. I, I've I, watched it with you. You said that it was a great movie. See, I don't remember past yesterday. <laughs> and this was like twenty five years ago, so Was I alive then? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have to look that up on the your the machine you hooked up to my T V and see if I could find that. Oh yeah. I don't know. I but yeah, he, he returned to the group too. Yeah. And so, they did several like um uh, like Hollywood bowl performances, stuff like like big big performances yes before and after graham chapman died yes so that was cool seemed to me they did something they did something as a big group in the early 2000s i feel it's like it was kind of like a reunion show thing yeah. yeah i don't i know i read about it but i didn't really write anything about it but i think that that was yeah it was kind of a reunion a kind of Let's try it again. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. All hugely talented men. Yes. Yes. I um, think so. Though I I have read stuff about John Cleese recently where he just sounds like kind of a insufferable old prick. Yeah. Just a dick. Yeah. But you know, he kinda has that look about him too. Yeah. You know, my way or the highway. Thumb thumb over your you know, push you down. I, I don't know. know. He but just yeah, kind of looks just, like that to me. Yeah, and I've read that you know he's just kind of a, he's kind of a meanie. Well, he's he's what about four thousand years old? He, I mean, they're all old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let me go um, back to I have him I have also read that Terry Gilliam is just kind of a piece of shit too. Trump supporter. Uh, oh well, that's his, unfortunate. His views on stuff are do not align with mine. But I don't think he has an opinion because he renounced his renounce cinnamon your citizenship. Yeah. Yeah. Your cinnamon ship? Your cinnamon ship. <laughs> you think that that's an iced coffee I'm drinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> think again. Put a little Kahlua in there? I don't know. He renounced his citizenship. Yeah. You have nothing to say. You know, you can, you can be on the side of his, um, the crazy man going to stay, or is the crazy man going to go to a new party somewhere? What's his name? What crazy the, man? The British Prime Minister. Oh, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, yes. <laughs> he did not know he was at a party. Oh. Really? Okay. He just looks absolutely insane. Yeah. That Ridiculous. hairdo yeah. gave him away. Yeah. Right out of right. the gate. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't, you know, come on, buddy. You don't know that you're at a party with a hundred other people? Really? Really? Well, you know. He thought it was an office meeting. Oh. Well. Okay. Sure. You work with all those people? No. I don't know. But that's, you know, he needs to be worried about that side of the pond, not this side of the pond. And speaking of that side of the pond, you see all that stuff with Prince Andrew? Oh, my gosh. Oh. That. That woman is not, she's a pit bull. She's not going to let go. Yeah. And Andrew has just dug himself so deep Uh that he is never going to be able to see the top again. No, no. He should have paid her off years ago. Years ago. Yep. Yep. Just like. Here's a million dollars in an NDA. Yep. Have fun. Yep. Yeah. And, you know. She deserves every penny, first of all. Well, I don't know. It's 17. Don't you think that uh, you have more sense 
than two. And also, in the United States, in a lot of places, 17 is a consentable age. Also, I don't think, I don't know a whole, I, off the top of my head, I don't know a whole lot of her background, but I believe she had been there a few years. Yes. So. And that, that her mother traveled with her. Isn't that the girl that her mother traveled with them? I don't know. See, I don't know enough about it either, but I I think by the time you're 17. But if you're. You, you know the score. But yeah, but if you have been living that life for several years you're also conditioned to not know the score oh yeah yeah and you know if they're applying you with 14 15 16 17 alcohol anything you want dresses straight up coercion yeah Yeah. i hadn't thought of it that way but yes yeah but you are and that's what they say that they're they're conditioned to do this yeah i don't know yeah, once that picture of him and her came out, I, I really think that he should have <laughs> bowed to the pressure and uh, bowed out. Photoshop wasn't that good in no. 1997, mm-hmm. okay? No. Yeah, he's he's probably about the dumbest guy I've heard of in a long time. And the his the settlement she got from Epstein years ago, he has been trying to say blankets him from prosecution because that settlement included not prosecuting others but i i don't think it was specifically meant to cover him right and i kind of think that's what the judge is saying right and uh, because there were plenty of other really famous people oh yeah that bill clinton yeah bill clinton that donald trump stepped into that galene maxwell was a, a guest at chelsea's wedding yeah yeah i i know i know and like and like <laughs> i said before where there's smoke there's fire absolutely you know not that i am perfect but well you're not a sex trafficker either so. well that's true that's true that sounds like a full-time job and i already and got it one just of them sounds like a lot of fucking work yeah yeah like like madams like i don't understand that that just sounds like a lot of fucking work yeah. a lot of different personality types to deal with and right. i don't want to deal with that shit drumming up that business cold Ooh. calls and all that stuff no no so much goddamn work yeah oh and all the hiding and all the money spent to do the hiding yeah and the fake passports because i'm sure you have to have a fake passport to go abroad i'm sure you can't have a regular one why not see that's what trips up so many criminals well they start doing shady stuff pay your taxes pay your bills get real id but how how are you gonna go into a government office and try to get id and not tell somebody that you're being trafficked uh, you know yeah. unless unless they're standing next to you with a gun to your head yeah well that happens yeah so i don't know you know i don't know how you get legal ids in a situation uh, like that again see i don't know anything about that i don't have that shady mind well <laughs> and uh, i don't really either but also i watch a lot of like dateline yes and you I do listen to all those true crime shows and <laughs> we were watching one where this guy was talking they they really wanted the husband for this murder the the disappearance of this woman and um, they later found that she was dead yeah. ne- near the home yeah he i'm sure he killed her no because the <laughs> the story is is that she left the house at like nine o'clock at night to walk six or eight blocks down to the liquor store to buy cigarettes or you know something trivial by herself 
And the cops were just like, I'm not letting my wife walk anywhere at nine o'clock at night in the dark by herself. He's yeah. like, what, what are you thinking? And that's really why they were just hammering this guy. But he really didn't. He he did not do it. He was, oh. he, she was abducted while she was walking to the store. Oh. And later found very near her home. I'll be darned. <laughs> See, I jumped to the husband. Well, always. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But I, I, you know, I looked at Justin and because I control all the money and it's not that I control it. It's just that I know how to get access to it. Yeah. I know where all the money is. Yeah. I know. And, and to that get is stuff. not to say that he doesn't have money to spend. No, absolutely not. He has, he can <laughs> spend whatever he wants, even though he likes to question me about what I yeah. spend. That's another, that's something for another yeah, day. Yeah, that's, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, you I mean, if he had to use my debit card anywhere, he wouldn't know how to because he doesn't know the password. Right. If he wanted to get into the to the savings of both of our money that is in my account, he wouldn't know how to. Right. And he, and does, it, he it, doesn't know how to get into his own account. And it's that he doesn't even care to. No. And that's that's what it really yeah. is. is he, he's <laughs> just he knows that I have it under control. And why bother with if it? If there's a problem that he needs to be aware of, I'll let him know. Yep. That's yeah. it. Oh but I was just like, you'd be screwed if I'm dead, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yep. But also, you know, we live in an area where sex trafficking and mm -hmm. major crime is not uncommon. Correct. We are. Because of our location. Yeah. We are on a direct line to Ontario. Ontario, Detroit, Chicago. Yes. Cleveland. Yes. And all points eastward. Yeah. We're we're right in the middle. Yeah. So, yeah, stuff like that is not unheard of in this area. Right. That's why I have a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit of knowledge about it. Well, I should, you know, knowing that it is and, and you know, knowing Teresa Fetter because she's been so vocal about sex trafficking and all of that. I mean, I should recognize that. Yeah. You know, and, you know, she's running for lieutenant governor this I time. I saw that. Yeah, Good with, for I, her. I didn't know who that guy is. This I don't know. I can't even think of his name now. I mean, I'm going to vote for him. Well, yeah, because I'm going to vote for Teresa. Yeah. But, you know, but yeah, she's been vocal about that for a, quite a number of years. Yeah. Because the need is great. That's, yes. It's something that's not just made up anymore. It is a real thing. Right. Right crazy huh yeah child abductions sex trafficking all of that stuff is all very very real and yeah. you know stuff like that you know people didn't talk about that in the 80s no you know that's only been recently that we're talking about this stuff right and i'm sure it happened oh yeah there's a i saw a documentary about what happened to johnny and it was this kid he him and his dog and they were on their way to go down the street to get his papers to deliver he had his little wagon with him and he didn't, people weren't getting their papers. So they're like, hey, where's Johnny at? He didn't bring our paper today. And his parents are like, well, this isn't right. That's not right. And they go and they find his wagon and the dog sitting next to the wagon. And no, no Johnny. Huh. But this story gets a little muddy because the parents, the mother especially, just goes whole hog into, are we going to find my kid? What are you doing to find my kid? Are you finding my kid? What are oh. we doing to find my kid? Oh. But then in a court hearing later, she does say that at some point, much later, she did have contact with the boy, that he did 
he and another young man went to her house spoke to her told her everything that had happened to him because apparently he was abducted by a pedophile ring oh and everything that had happened to him and she's just like we're gonna call the cops and he's just like no we're gonna go huh so but you know i don't know if i believe that story yeah that's odd i I don't know if that was just to put some pepper on the fact that there are is a pedophile ring in middle america Mm, yeah or or what but Hmm. yeah it, it it really got thrown off when she said that and it was just like oh who do you believe yeah well nobody because you know who do you believe yeah oh it, it was a good documentary though yeah that happens every day yeah you know and there was something on the news this morning i only caught a part of it but a little girl has been just recently reported missing but she's been missing for two years and i you know and mother blames dad and dad blames mother and everybody blames the stepmother it's just weird i'm gonna have to go home and find out about it what what the deal is how can the kid be missing for two years and nobody reported it yeah that's weird yeah that one podcast i was listening to that i had to stop listening to that was one of the cases well one of the cases was the woman that took her child her her developmentally disabled child he got meningitis when he was an infant and mm -hmm. he just everything was bad for him after that and she was going to treat it with cbd yeah not medicine but that was you know well you know where's the kid at oh he's over there oh he's here he's doing this he's there and no he was dead oh yeah i i don't get i don't get that but you know and I, i you could tell that the people in this kid's life were just like yeah so he was there yesterday and he's still there like does he have his medication like is he okay oh yeah. he's fine he's fine. and the people around her were like eh, we don't know if this is right yeah but a lot of times i and i don't know how you do this with your children but how do you how do you not know I, yeah right i i know it just i don't get it there are other adults in the room i would su- suppose and i i don't know yeah i don't know i just i don't have kids i don't know anything about that but, but you know yeah my kids aren't going anywhere without me right right and like i said there's other adults in the room i you know and my kids are going to go places by themselves that i don't know about you especially know especially ones that are ill yeah yeah i don't know yeah but you know i i see it I see it every day at the store. Any store you want to walk into, there's some woman that's screaming her lungs out at some little kid. You know, F this, F that. What are you doing? You're stupid. You're dumb. Ah. Well, that's because women my age and our grandmothers. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, you know. I do know. Nobody, there are no adults in the room. No. No. you know i still don't feel like i'm an adult right i I still feel like just an overgrown teenager i understand that's why i keep saying when i when i grow up i'm gonna get a real job yeah well you know what i'm starting to get shorter now (laughs) so and you know i don't know if you can see laundry mountain over here is back oh dear oh my god and alexis just because i live like a teenager i don't you know i, I don't know. care that it's not folded i know i picked my coat up and there was laundry underneath my coat i thought okay why was your coat here yeah first of all and 
why didn't you put that laundry away? And I know there's laundry in the dryer. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the stuff I just pulled out of the dryer of mine, I mean, I will hang it up eventually, probably. Oh, I have nothing to say. My house is a disaster area. Having worked all these nights, I did try to do some dishes yesterday. I don't know if you noticed, I did not do dishes to uh, impress you. But there, <laughs> there's a funk in my kitchen that's oh, not going away. No. I think I'm going to need to take some cleaning fluid to the uh, garbage can, maybe. Oh. You know, with cat cat poo and yeah. canned cat food, the smell gets a little ripe. I, I think maybe I need to clean my garbage can because it's kind of of that funk. Justin doesn't put the cat garbage in the garbage can anymore. Oh, he takes it right out? Yeah. Ugh. I probably could do that. I mean, yeah. how hard is that? Well, I mean, it's like eight more steps. Yeah. You know, yeah, no. Something to think about. I know. <laughs> I know. But it doesn't smell like cat litter or anything like that or in my house, thank God. But there's a definite funk in the kitchen that says something's not clean. Yeah. <laughs> So, since it wasn't the dishes that I started, it wasn't the sink drain, which I think I need to get a new um, food food grinder. A new disposal? Disposal. Really? Because it only works part-time now. Damn it. I know. The only thing I haven't cleaned is the garbage can, so. Ugh. That's the next thing. I'll just soak it with bleach water. And well, I know. It's, you know, but still it's gross. You gotta do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, pick all that shit out of there that's stuck well, at the bottom. I, I'm pretty good about trying to keep the bag in it. You know, it's only me. I mean. Right. And I, I think the only reason there's like shit at the bottom of, of our kitchen garbage can is because both the garbage can and the recycle can are oh. both black. And I think they get switched every yep. once in a while. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. But yeah, I'll go home and clean my garbage can. Hopefully uh, the funk will leave my kitchen. Gross. I know. But I gotta do it, you know. I've let it go for two weeks. Right. Two and a half weeks. It's a blast. <laughs> I came home yesterday. Ooh, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. Um, I'm awake. <laughs> I came home. I busted my ass cooking. It, it And oh. obviously, you know, it wasn't very high impact. But, but it was delicious. <laughs> but it still was some work. And I got done, and I'm just like, I am not doing the dishes. I do not feel like I it. didn't even notice, so you're cool. I it, They don't smell funny yet. Um, <laughs> Give it a couple of weeks. So I don't, I'm going to just leave it. I'm just, she can look at it. I don't care. I, I didn't. She no. can judge me if she wants to. Nope. I don't think she will. No, nope. I do not. Um, I do not come here to inspect your house. Good. You'd be disappointed. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I hope that you don't come to inspect my house. Never. And if you do, don't bother coming. Yeah, no, no. I, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a lazy old slob and. Yeah, don't, you know, don't judge me on how my house looks. I try to keep it up, but there's a lot of, you know, I, there's a lot of TV I want to watch. And I just, you know, I work 10 hours a day. I don't feel like coming home and working for another two hours. I know. I know. Even just to fold the laundry, I just Ugh. don't feel like doing it. Yeah. Making myself dinner is hard enough. Yeah. Yes. I understand. And believe me, I do not come over here to... Uh, I do wonder why you haven't 
the extra TV in here still. I thought that was going in the bedroom. <sighs> That's Justin's business, right? Justin removed that when he's got a wild hair. Yeah. I have got an idea for a console to put under your magnificent television. Oh, though. really? Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to try looking for it. Something very, very modern, very black and, well, actually it should have to be brown. Brown and gold and steel and, okay. you know, you don't like that at all, do you? Maybe black and gold and steel. Okay, but you got brown walls. I know, but all the accessories are black. Okay. Yeah, because you need something to put your speakers on and yeah to fill that. It just looks so empty over there. Well, and... Just so empty. I don't know why the tall speakers have to be on TV trays. This is all Justin. Well, the cats are going to mess with it now that they can see it. They could see them before. They never mess with them. It's fine. Yeah, why would they mess with the speakers? Well, Tallulah's going to tear the, you know, the netting off of the speaker. Oh. Fuck it up. Tallulah doesn't go by the speakers. Has she ever even looked at the speakers? I, she went over to chew on the cords, you know, <laughs> when we were moving them around. <laughs> but no, she doesn't. Okay. They're well, pretty decent cats, even with her little rotten Hang cells. them up on the wall. I'm sure they could be fitted to hang Mounted. on the wall. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's so bare over there. It really is. <laughs> you could almost put the love seat over there, but then Laundry Mountain would interfere with the TV. Probably. Yeah. You could, you could even put the dining room table over there. Uh, but then it would maybe. be, it, then it would be still be bare. I think it I, would be bare. Well, yeah. And also I think that obviously the table has just collected a ton of shit. Yeah, I like your Santa Claus. <laughs> That's for Kurt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's cute. I love his green dress. But also, is the audio receiver going to be too tall and then, you know, block the TV? Uh-uh. No, I don't think so. I think maybe it might be. What, you, you got about four inches there? I'll make it more closer to six. But then again, it would be just as fair because there's nothing under there. Right. And, you know, eventually I want to get my movies back, you know, in an accessible place, mm -hmm. you know, where I can actually watch stuff I want to watch. But that's that's all slow going. And I, I, I believe that Justin thinks that that's my responsibility to get that moving. And I, I hate to inform him that that's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to figure out something to put him in, though. Yeah. You're going to have to have some kind of a case to... Well, all right, that changes my idea. You're going to need something like a hutch-type, low-boy-type thing. Right. Forever ago, I thought about making, like, um, like, rotatable movie racks. Yeah. Which would be awesome, but I think would be kind of impractical because of just the amount of movies we have. Right. We'd need 50 four, cases. Four, six, eight of them. Yeah. 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 Because there's hundreds of movies upstairs. Oh, yeah, I know. I remember when you had them on those stands. Yeah. Uh, I bet you there's more than hundreds. I bet there's thousands. Well, not thousands. <laughs> I do also I do also have several large box sets. If you want to watch any season of Law & Order, holler at me. No, I've thanks. got seasons 1 through 20. Oh, my God. On DVD. Nice. But no thanks. Okay. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. We have not really discussed 
further movies, we you know, we have our lists of stuff we yeah. want to watch. Which I did not bring mine this week, so you'll have to choose. Okay. I'll have find to take something. something off of your list, which is fine. Yeah. You, you always pick good movies. There's only been a couple that I just... Uh, <laughs> I think they were only those slasher movies. <laughs> well, I and you know those they serve their purpose yes. for what they are. Yes, yes they do. Yes they do. So, and more people like slasher movies than not. Yeah. So, I am in the minority. I have nothing to say. I I am involved in a couple like horror groups on Facebook and I just kind of don't I don't agree with a lot of the people that have uh, that are parents and they're they're you know introducing their children to to hard horror movies way too early. Oh, and you know they're dressing them up in you know horror t-shirts and and stuff like that. I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, it's cool that you like that shit, but if your kid wants to play with My Little Pony, let him play with My Little Pony. Yeah, and watch Paw Patrol. Yeah, and whatever other bullshit kids watch these days. Right. Kids don't need to be watching Hellraiser. No. Kids don't need to be watching Freddy. No. You're too young for that even. (laughs) (laughs) Did I tell you about the time I almost burned the house down watching Halloween? Oh my good lord, no. At your house? Oh my good lord, no. (laughs) (laughs) One night when I was in high school and Halloween was on TV, it was on USA because it was October, and it was real late at night, and I was watching this movie, and I'm like, man, I'm kind of fucking hungry. So I'm looking in the cabinet in the kitchen, and I'm like, there's really kind of nothing I really need in here. (laughs) But there was a can of tomato soup, and I was just like, I could do tomato soup right now. I could be cool with that. So I cooked up my little soup, put it in my little mug, went back and watched my movie. I didn't turn it off. Oops. I was going to bed. I was putting my mug in the sink and I'm looking at the stove like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, mom was going to beat my ass if I burn this house down. That would have been okay. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been okay. I try not to be upset anymore. Back um, then, I would have gotten upset. Well, I don't know. I've done that a couple times a year. Leaving the <laughs> stove on all night. What? Yes, I walked into the I walked into the kitchen one morning, get, getting ready for work, and I saw you know my new blue flame on the stove, and oh I'm like, God. "Holy shit! I left this burner on all night. It was on low, super low, but oh my God, it's still and on. the cats don't get up there, so you can't blame it on them. No." Justin had sent me, you know, something about a dog saving his person's life because, you know, there was a fire in the house or something. And I was just like, you know, that Cece did that. My cat did that. Justin was was drinking one night. He put a frozen pizza in the oven and then he died. And he didn't hear the oven go off. Oh, no. And Cece came and he woke. He was just aggravating me. And I was just like, what is the problem? And I get up and. I follow him out into the kitchen and yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There's, there's smoke smell. Oh my God. That well, pizza was incinerated. He was the smartest kitty in the world. He was. Oh my. That happened a couple times. <laughs> Justin uh, was then shortly after that was banned from cooking. Yes. After he was dr- done drinking. Yes. 
if you want a frozen pizza, I'll cook it for you and you can microwave it. Yes. <laughs> you can't burn the house down with the microwave. That's, well, well that's true. Not to do what he needed to do. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Eat it cold. I mean, you know. Have you had the, have you gone to, to Fresh Time and gotten their, their store brand frozen pizzas? Nope. They're awesome. Yes. Yeah. And they're like the same price as like just a regular ass tombstone. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And they're great. I haven't been to the grocery store in maybe a month. Oh my goodness. Well, I can't say I have either, but. Well, <laughs> that's one thing on my list today. I got to go and get some, some uh, creamer and coffee and. Provisions. Yeah. 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 It's slim pickings at my house. Oh no. You know, because I haven't heard from the place that sends my food so i guess that's over with oh they're not sending it to you anymore no oh no, haven't heard from them haven't no so are they still charging your card no uh-uh oh no i only paid for the food when i ordered it oh okay so now so now i have to start cooking again and i have to be a responsible adult i don't just eat what comes to me well have you have you looked into like like noom or stuff like that Oh, yeah, I've heard about that Noom. Yeah. Crystal does that. That's all psychological. And it's all, you know, I know that. I know why I'm fat. Yeah. I, I, you know, yes, I came from a generation where you clean your plate every time. Uh You know, you you don't leave the table till your, your plate is clean. I get that. I know when I'm angry or when I'm mad or sad. That's when I eat. Yeah. I know that. Uh huh. So. Suck it up and don't eat when you're mad or angry or happy or sad. <laughs> well, I just kind of like that it, it's just like, you know, you know, and I don't do it mostly because I don't want to pay for anything. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, you've had a bowl of ice cream today and a couple of cocktails. Maybe have some broccoli. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a thought. Yeah. I would not have thought of that either. But, you know, and then I'll go, you know, three days in a row and I'll eat a salad. Yeah. That's not nutritious. I mean, a salad and a piece of chicken breast or a couple of hard-boiled eggs. But I'll eat a salad. Yeah. And I know that's not good for me. No. You know, that's that's defeating the purpose. And then your body thinks that you're starving and it hangs on to all that belly fat. We had Panera at work yesterday for lunch. And I got a sandwich that was so good. Oh, my God. Goddamn sandwich cost, a goddamn sandwich and an apple, because they didn't have chips, cost me, you know, $12. Yeah, but wow. But it was Ugh. soft tomato basil bread. Oh. Um, like hunk of turkey, not Ugh. sliced turkey. Hunk of turkey, bacon, um, arugula. Oh. But it said it was emerald greens. It was just a bit of arugula. Oh. <laughs> avocado oh and i put a little bit of mustard on it because that's what i like on a turkey sandwich that sounds delicious fucking awesome yeah i yeah i don't think panera could put out anything bad no i did look into there they have those pizzas now wendy got the pizza at work and she said that it was good but the first thing (laughs) i said hey how was that pizza she said oh it's good do you want to take the rest home and i was just like "Mm, was it that good And they're crazy high in calories. Really? Well, yeah, it's bread and cheese. Yeah. Real. Unbelievably high in calories. So, no, I I won't try that. I'm going to try to, you know, what I need to do is get off my ass and move around a little. That's why I'm 
Justin was like, "Ooh, have you found a treadmill?" And I'm like, "Well, I've kind of, I've, I kind of have been reading reviews and and doing the research, and I want something with continuous horsepower, not peak horsepower, and oh boy, all this bullshit. Also, I need one that will hold my giant fat ass. Yeah, and those Pelotons that look so pretty are twenty five hundred dollars, right, or and, more. You know, I wasn't really looking to spend a whole lot of money, but yeah, you're going to have to. Now I'm looking at spending triple what I had originally spent, or what I wanted to spend. Yeah, and Big Daddy's a big daddy, so if he's yeah. going to use it, he and needs... My he ass needs... is much bigger than his. <laughs> so, yeah. But I just, I haven't, I haven't hit the bullet on that yet. Mm. I understand. I mean, it's hard to spend that kind of money. Well, yeah, and I, I don't want to spend and, it and, without talking to him, right. without him and, lucidly looking at it. Right. And, and you're going to have to use it. Yeah. If you're going to spend that kind of money, you got to use it. Right. But, you know, if we get it, we can put it right there. Yep. And, in, you know, instead of sitting here feeling sorry for myself while I watch cops, I'm going to do a little walk while I watch cops. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you got to use it. Yeah. I, I have grand plans. Okay. Especially if I'm going to spend that kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I had a conference call at work yesterday, uh -oh. which, uh, which I hate. I hate doing conference calls. I hate that so much nobody you know nobody can log in nobody can do anything right uh well you, well you know we gotta hurry this up guys i'm double booked you know i gotta you know i got places to be oh it's like bitch really this was planned and then um you know why why is your day so tight like who does that but and he's showing us all this stuff and i'm just sitting there like all of this could have been an email <laughs> nothing he showed us was anything really to do with what i do oh dear and really the only thing i took away from the call was that he had three outstanding invoices that needed paid oh just fucking send them to me yeah call me hey bitch are you gonna pay this well i didn't get it so i can't pay it if you want to send it to me i'll pay it oh man why Why did they find that so hard to understand? Well, I have one shop that just will, they'll send all sorts of shit over to Car Stereo One, and then they'll never give me a bill. Oh. So I haven't paid for that store, that store's account at Car Stereo One for, since July. There are July invoices open oh on that God. thing. Oh my God. And Car Stereo One isn't calling you? Well, the lady emailed me yesterday. She's like, you know, some of these have some really old things on there what what can we do about this and i'm like well first of all you need to put that store on hold you need to decline any business from them because they do not understand that in order to have a service provided to them they have to pay for it yeah and i'm not just writing checks to you for work that i can't prove was done right so i need an invoice yeah to start with i need an invoice that they then put a purchase order on um, because if they put a purchase order on, that means that service was used, the product was used, whatever was used or returned, and we do we are liable for this bill. Yeah, and that you then send me a bill <coughs> that has that purchase order, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right, and then I will pay it. Right, and they and I'm like, can you send me those invoices again? And also, seriously, for real, cut them off. Yeah. Do not take any more business from them because they do not, you know, I can send these to them periodically over, over time. And then it's a big giant surprise when they're cut off. 
Yeah, why is this so hard? Well, you need to get this taken care of. You need to get this taken care of. Bitch, I have sent these to you several times. Do not come to me freaking out because you are not doing your job. Yeah. Your people are preventing me from doing my job. How long have they been in business? (laughs) Well, I, I... I don't want to be disparaging, but I think that some of the management are so focused on making money Uh, that the spending money to make money part really kind of is by them above them. It's it's not anywhere in their sphere. I see. I see. Ew, though. Yeah. It's not that hard to keep order. No. And I know that a lot of it is because it's... People buying fancy cars, they want fancy shit to go in these fancy cars, and salesmen will set this up mm. and not tell anybody else about it. So the oh. service department doesn't know about it, the parts guys don't know anything about it, you know, and this invoice is... The, the salesman and car stereo one have the whole deal. Yeah. Ooh. So that happens a lot. I see. So I don't know if those invoices are sitting on somebody's desk collecting dust... I don't know if yeah. they're in a landfill somewhere. Right. File 13, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if... Uh, I know that the service guys are really shitty about following through. Yeah. So even if they if the service people send stuff over to Car Stereo 1, they're not, they're not finishing the process right. on their end. And I know that. But also, they have, like, office assistants there. And the one guy is just so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And I just don't exactly know what he's so busy doing all day. Right. And also, if you did, you know, the four invoices that you got today, today, yeah, you wouldn't be... have 65 sitting on your desk on the 31st when I needed them right. the 31st. Right. I, that's just it. I mean, why can't we do anything right now to take care of business that's, right now? Uh, you know, that's... When people are like, hey, you haven't paid this. You haven't paid this. And I'm just like, if I'm not paying you, call me. There is a problem. Yeah. Like the trash company. I set up a payment for the the company that comes and picks up all of our dumpsters. And I set up a payment for them in early December. And it didn't get released. Oh, no. Until a week of Christmas. Oh, my God. And. The trash company is real particular. They need their money by, you know, the 10th yeah. or 15th or, or they're... They probably have one of those 15-day things. Yeah. Or they're sending nasty notices like, Ooh. you need to fucking pay your bill. And I'm just like, I'm literally trying to pay your bill. Like, I want to, you know, keep business going with you. Yeah. I really would like to pay you, but... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You don't want to mess around with the trash. No. And I'm like, you're one of the few vendors we want to keep happy. Yeah. <laughs> right. And when I, you know, because they had still sent a notice out after I had seen that the payment had been released. So I, I called to make sure. And I, I told the lady that. I said, it? you you are a vendor we need to keep happy. <laughs> if something is wrong, you call me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because if I'm not paying you, there there's a reason I'm not paying you. And that's because... I either have a huge credit and I'm letting it ride, which happened recently. You haven't paid us since, you know, March. Well, yeah, it's because I have a $1,500 credit that I haven't used up yet. Jeez. Oh. And I'm like, do you have a $1,500 credit on your side that you see? Or did somebody just make this up in in my system? 
And he's just like, nope, it's there. And I'm just like, bro. Then why are you calling me? Call me at home. We'll chat. I, I just, <sighs> the amount of people I have to talk to that need help doing their accounting mm -hmm. is amazing. Right. If you don't know how to do your books, how am I supposed to know how to do mine? Also, yeah. why are you asking me how to do your books? Right. But then on the other hand, you know, they get a thing, you call them, they need to send us money. Okay, I'll call them. You know, they, they're doing their job probably. Yeah, probably. You know, their boss told them to call you and they called you. I have a couple vendors that, more than a couple, that are creative bookkeepers. Oh boy. They, you know, I send you $500 for invoices, one, two, three, four, five. $100 per invoice and you put it to whatever the fuck you feel like putting it to and then you're sending me something saying I only paid $5 to invoice number five when I know that I gave you $100 for that. Because I have a picture of a check with the numbers on it. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh I didn't tell you that I had a project recently for the vice president and it was to get every single invoice for quarter four for the three vendors, the three main parts vendors. You had talked about that, but that was when you first got it, I think. Yeah. How bad was it? Well, uh, it was so big, I had to zip it. To wow. Send it because <laughs> one of the accounts for one of the vendors had 1,800 invoices. Wow. Wow. Quite so many. We do a shitload of business with them. Wow. And, you know, spread out across nine stores. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. And the other account for that same vendor had over 700 invoices. Yeah. So. Wow. But thankfully, I was able to get account information so I could log in and, like, download the shit instead of going standing at the copier all day oh. and just making copies. Yeah, man. You would have had to box that up to send Well, it. that's kind of what I was trying to get out of. I'm like, you know, VP guy, there's like at least 800 invoices a month for this one vendor. Yeah. At least. That's... And he's just like, yeah, I'm going to need all those. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's trying to get a better deal, probably. Well, I think he, because he's got a pretty sweet deal with one vendor, but I think he's trying to get everything moved to that one vendor and i don't i don't think that's going to happen right first off can that one vendor handle it no okay and from what i'm hearing from parts people is that you know it that's fine but they don't have everything that's needed yeah and if they do it's time consuming effort oh uh -huh. when you know the one vendor is it's, right around the corner it's not the right on time stuff right okay so next day stuff or, yeah you know yeah no but i sent that i felt really good i'm like listen i know this took a minute i did not forget about it it just took time to compile here's all everything you wanted nice and you look like the hero again yep oh, baby come here you little man is she i think he just woke up yeah he did come here baby he's got i, I have to check out the first. something could have happened while i was napping Oh, I think he's still napping. He's been in a bit of a funk. Since his tummy went bad? Yeah. And then I stabbed him in the face. I told you oh, I stabbed you him in the face. Oh, damn it. 
He, it was thing. like I reached out my hand to rub him, and he moved his face in oh. a way that I just jammed my fingernail oh. into his little cheek. Well, thank God they're blunt oh. and not very sharp. So Poor little baby. He wasn't really injured, but boy, the death glare he gave me. Yes, they they can look at you like you just ripped their ear off. Just the he, the way he moved his head, he was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that what you said, little ass. That's exactly what he said. He's like, are, are you kidding me right now? Did this? Did you just do this? <laughs> Poor sweet baby. And I felt so bad. Aww. I even gave him cookies, and he still was mad at me. Aww. <laughs> Thing. Yeah. All right. Back on track. Yeah. Well, we'll figure out a movie. Uh, when what? When are you going to have time again? Well, I have next Saturday off too. What? I work Monday through Friday, six to two thirty. What? All right. I guess we'll have to think hard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, I'll find something. Yeah, I know you will. And I'll cook this time. Oh. Okay. So you just have to tell me what to cook, and I'll do it. Okay. Okay. Stop that. <laughs> I know. Nap time. Yeah. Well, I, this has kind of turned into a ramble fest, yeah, which I is know. fine. Thank you for all for listening to me bitch about my job. <laughs> me too. And uh, whine about my cats hating me. Oh, but they're so sweet. <laughs> they're adorable. And it's I think that... Rearranging your furniture. I mean, we really got in far afield today. Yeah, my laundry mountain. Yeah. Our diets. Ooh. Yeah. Working out. Ooh. <laughs> All right, I um, yeah, I'll think of something good. Okay. We'll we'll surprise ourselves, and I guess yeah. I'll have to hurry up and start editing, <laughs> get some more stuff out this weekend for sure. But I think I guess until next time, it's been movies with my mother. Bye, Bye. everybody. <laughs> <laughs>